Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. This podcast is dedicated to strength and conditioning, CrossFit, nutrition, weightlifting, powerlifting, health, and helping you to become better than yesterday. If you like our show, head over to the iTunes store and give us a five-star rating. Hey guys, this is uh, Paul here doing another traveling podcast. It seems like these have been a lot easier to do um, just on the fly sort of thing. Uh, And uh, I've been getting some good feedback on them, which is awesome. So people are actually listening to them and liking them and getting something from them. So very happy to hear back, whether it is Instagram or Facebook message or email, um, text. But anyways, I... uh, yeah, I will be doing more podcasts with uh, with some guests that I have lined up. Things have been a little crazy now. Just planning the, the Stark games and uh, getting all our boot camp stuff up and going for September. So all the back-end stuff is going on there, which we're pretty excited about. And yeah, we've just got a ton of things going on. So it's been a little bit tougher to kind of plan to to get people in and and get some uh get some different visitors in for podcasts and some different topics so looking forward to uh to doing one with the owner of the jellyfish float spa and the uh the measure oh shoot what is it's the where i went for the dexa scan uh getting my brother in um so i've got some some different people lined up down the road but uh really looking forward to it even um our our complex rep um grant is hopefully going to be able to do a, a podcast and talk a little bit about the benefits of complex so got some really cool stuff coming up but um yeah for now i'm just trying to get some of these on the on the drive or on the fly podcast done um i kind of wanted to go over a meeting I had yesterday with a client, we, she had done a, a really detailed food log and um, I kind of thought about some, some different things, how it could help different people out if you're trying to see some health, fitness goals, drop some weight, you know, build some muscles, stuff like that. And um, looking at, at her food log, it was, it was extremely detailed, which was awesome. So it had everything in there it had recipes that she was eating so whether it was for like breakfast or you know she made for several days sort of thing um so yeah taking a look at that and then um breaking it down and really looking at how much you know protein carbs fat you're getting per meal was uh was interesting because if she was marking down she had one sixth of this recipe that she made it was like a breakfast tortilla wrap sort of thing um or breakfast burrito wrap and um so looking at it like everything in there was was good like high quality ingredients um and she was having like one sixth of the the recipe so when I actually broke down that one sixth of the recipe she was only getting about like seven grams of protein for breakfast and this was after getting up training at 6 a.m um and uh and just th- there wasn't a whole lot more to it so there were there were some like you know vegetables in there there was some black beans stuff like that but the since it was only one sixth of the recipe the the nutritional 
content, even though it was good food, it just wasn't enough. So we went over that, um, talked about throwing in a shake right after, right after her workout, because it takes about 45 minutes to get to work after. So um, trying to get something in right away, and then maybe like having a bigger breakfast, um, just so that you are taking in more of your calories first thing in the day um, earlier on. She didn't really eat before a 6 a.m. workout, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But um, unless you're feeling like your performance is suffering and you don't have the energy to, to do the workout. But, um, yeah, just making some small tweaks and then looking at other stuff that was on on the pages. And one of them was, like, a couple tablespoons of honey, and that would go with some Greek yogurt and some other stuff. Um, Greek yogurt, by the way, I, I had mentioned to her was more of a snack rather than a meal. So don't consider that breakfast or lunch or anything like that. That's not enough. And I would more so consider that as like a, a little, a, a meal with, um, whatever else she was having in there. She was having some carbs with it. So the honey and some goji berries and, um, and stuff like that. But you're getting about 18 grams of protein or so in like, half to three quarters of a cup depending on the, the Greek yogurt and trying to stay with the the plain stuff rather than the stuff that has all the added sugar in there but the, the two tablespoons of honey and it's not it's not a bad thing it's just it could add up very very quickly so if I'm looking at a, a meal that's very high quality so high quality food Say you're having like some, you know, chicken or salmon or sweet potato and sweet potatoes and maybe some quinoa and uh, you know some steamed steamed or baked broccoli or um, I don't know some some veggies on the barbecue or something like that. You look at something like that and you might be having a meal if you don't add a whole lot of like any sauces or you know a lot of oil to it or whatever. You could have a meal that's about 500 calories or so. Um, and, and well balanced with your protein, carbs, and fat. So all those macros are in check. And then you'll look at something like throwing in, you know, two tablespoons of honey. But those two tablespoons, are they level or are they heaping so that it ends up being equaling about four tablespoons of honey? Uh, and the reason I kind of looked at that and brought that up was because if you... If you're actually, you're actually, you're actually having four, about a tablespoon of honey is... Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember how many grams of carbs it is. I think it's about, and then um, it's about 60 calories. So if you quadruple that, you're at about 240 calories. Um, your carbs are closer to like anywhere between maybe like 60 to 80. Um, I'd have to double check on the, the grams of carbs. In a tablespoon of honey but if you are like quadrupling that and you're not doing level tablespoons right there that's like half of a meal literally like if you're having that 500 calorie meal I was just talking about but you have two heaping tablespoons of honey that could literally equal up to 250 calories which is like half a meal and that's not going to give you too much staying power. It's going to get absorbed in the body very quickly. Um, it, it's not going to lead to you being full or anything like that. And um, that's that's kind of something that I had really thought of. If, if people are, you know, doing 
what they think and what they feel is right and they're tracking and they're like, I'm not seeing the results that I want. It could be little things like that that are adding up, that are sneaking in and that are throwing you off. So, you know, if you feel like you're only taking in 120 calories and that's doubling, you know, look at... Oh, man. Lexa was up late last night. Um, sorry. But look at the amount of... Um, of, of you know calories that are in the food that are carbs that are in the food see if you, everything's in check and just be a little bit more diligent about your tracking it's a very it's very easy for calories to sneak in here and there and I know not everything is going to be a hundred percent accurate but if you're doing the best you can with tracking it will make a huge difference so if you're weighing and measuring and you know exactly what you're taking in and uh, the woman I was doing this with, like, you know, all the all the food she was taking in was very, very good, high-quality food. There was some, you know, snacks and some sugary stuff here and there, but it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot. So um, she was doing well. She was, you know, she, she was hoping to get some more results from, from her nutrition, from her training, and uh, I had thought even just sitting down and, and going over it and talking about it, um, we just sat down for half an hour and it gave her a bit of an idea to, uh, to figure out what kind of changes she could make to, to get better. And then the other part that goes along with that is make sure that you're doing that stuff for a consistent amount of time so that you have a chance to see some results from it. So if you end up like, you know, increasing your protein intake and, you know, you're cutting out some of the extra calories that you don't need and, uh, and balancing things out a little bit more. Don't try it for a week and then say, oh, well, this shit's not working. Like, make sure that you've actually given it enough time and that you are actually uh, tracking the way you need to and being accountable to it. Um, you know, whether it is weighing or measuring or, or doing whatever you have to do to make sure that... Um, that those numbers are what they, what you say they are, what you think they are. Um, but if you're making some changes and, uh, you know, you follow it for a week and, and you don't see results, well, follow it for a little bit longer. Give it three weeks, give it a month. And if you don't see any changes, you know, you might need to do a little bit more tweaking. doesn't mean you have to revamp everything and change everything. It's, you know, find some small changes that you can make and, and, uh, change consistently and then see if you can hold on to that for a good three, four weeks and then see if you're noticing any changes. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a good little enlightening conversation that, uh, that we had. And I thought this could be helpful for people out there who are tracking and who are, you know, busting their butts and, and feeling like they're doing all the right things and not seeing the, the changes and the results they want. Um, and it might not be big changes that you need to make, but it could be small ones that, uh, you know, you've got some extra s calories and stuff sneaking in there, here and there, and you just need to, to tweak it and get it dialed in. So um, those are my thoughts, and uh, hopefully you could take something away from that, and uh, hopefully you'll, uh, yeah, be a little bit better than yesterday. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. If you have any ideas for a guest you'd like to hear on our show or if you have any questions you'd like answered, please send them to us at info at starkstrength.com. Take care, everyone.